centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. and welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we have a very interesting topic uh, that a lot of people are always curious about that, you know, I find that a lot of people ask when they start the spiritual journey and different things like that about, you know, what about before this lifetime? What happens kind of after this lifetime in the whole realm of past lives? So we have Yohun with us today and he does quantum uh, healing with a past life regression. It's kind of like a hybrid and I'll have him explain it a little bit more. Uh, so welcome to uh, Liberate the Podcast, Yohun. Uh, you want to let everybody know a little bit about you? Sure. Hi. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited about it. Um, so yeah, my name is Yohun. Thank you for explain, uh, um, pronouncing my name correctly. <laughs> it's usually a little tricky for people. Um, so my name is a little weird because I'm from the Netherlands. It's a very common name where I'm from. Um, but, you know, in Los Angeles, it's kind of strange, but of course I play the exotic angle, you know, it helps me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, what I do is quantum healing hypnosis technique. It is a, um, form of hypnosis that is developed by Dolores Cannon. It might be, you know, a name that people are familiar with. She's all over YouTube, um, speaking about past lives. Um, so, um, a little bit more about me, right? Yeah, or yeah. like, or we can get into a little bit about, you know, uh, what what got you interested in okay. past lives, you know? Because I mean, like, I've been doing hypnotherapy for like 12 years and I've studied a little bit of, of past lives, but it's not been something that's really grabbed me personally. Right. I'm, I'm fascinated by it, but I haven't went into the depths of like making that a modality of, you know, so I, I think that the people that do, you know, it's, it's probably an interesting story. Okay, you know, gotcha. Okay. Sure. I mean, it's kind of a long story. I'll try to keep it short. So, um, as a kid, you know, growing up in the Netherlands, I always thought there was more to life than just a physical reality. So I was always looking for that, but I didn't have an experience of it. And gradually, throughout my life, little glimpses of it started happening. And then, um, you know, much later, in my 20s or 30s, I was at a friend's place and I picked up a book. Um, written by Dolores Cannon, I had not heard of her name before, and it was called Custodians, and it was her experiences as a hypnotherapist with people that had been abducted by aliens. And so, um, through her client, she found out lots of information about how the universe works, you know, different races, different planets, different realms of existence, and it resonated so much with what I thought life was like. So not just existing on the physical realm, but also, you know, teeming with life on different levels. And it spoke about that. So my interest was just peaked and I read the whole book from cover to cover and then got some more. And um, I wanted to find out about this lady. So I found out she was teaching in the Netherlands, like within three months. And they had just lowered the um, eligibility requirements um, at the time. I think now it's much lower, but at the time you had to be a hypnotherapist for a year. Or when I joined, um, you had to be working with people for a year, okay. which I had done. I was a trained um, art therapist. Okay. Um, so I took a course and I've been regressing people ever since. And it's been amazing. You know, wow. 
um, for me personally because um, I get to connect with these different realms of existence through my clients you know my, my clients go to lifetimes where they are on the planet in a human body but also on the planet um, in an animal or a plant or part of the atmosphere I've even had somebody be a rock for a lifetime just to experience oh, wow. what that is but also people go to um, energetic realms where we're just energy bodies or um, alien alien uh, lifetimes as well okay so so, so let's let's say okay so you you read this Dolores Canyon book you, you say okay I'm launching into you know taking this course and I want to learn more I want to get my hands on whatever I can understand and then 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 you start working with clients and what was like your first regression like like you know the first person that you took on a journey it, that was actually quite amazing it was not a slow start at all like okay. I remember it very clearly. Unfortunately, I don't have the recording anymore anymore because at the time I was doing like cassette tapes. Okay. Things have changed since then. <laughs> but, Tremendously. Yes. <laughs> um, since the client at the time went to a lifetime where he was living in space and um, in a sort of a cluster unit of different colors. And these people did not have... What we on earth have is the capacity to feel to feel emotions they were fascinated by it so they had sent one of them down to the planet in my client's body experiencing life um, to find out about emotions mm. and so how they tried to approximate feelings was to use the vibration of color so for him like the color red resonated so his like living quarter was completely red and he lived with a woman so there were um, the different sexes were present in, in their race. Um, but I had a very strong, like when that being came in, like the energy, through the technique, his body um, allowed the energy to come in and I started shaking, like the vibration of it was so like high compared to what we we're used to on the planet that my I just was physically affected by it. So wow. that, that doesn't happen very often, but that was like the first, regression I've ever had what a powerful start right, right? I was like, like oh yes give me more of this you know so not only are you having you know the client validate you know uh, the information or the experience for the client but you were having that validation so it became really real for you it was more than just okay this is an interesting topic that I resonate with some of the theories and the the information but now i had this real visceral effect so Thank i know you, yeah. this stuff is true exactly. <laughs> yeah no because as it, i mean it was so beautiful and thank you for um connecting the dots because i'm realizing it now because from the time i was a kid i had been looking for a spiritual experience of these different realms you know mm -hmm. and i at the time i had like a little glimpse of it but this was a very clear experience of it that was visceral to me yeah so i was yeah that was my my um, entry into this using this technique and I was you know I never stopped doing it it was just great wow what's one of the like so I, you were kind of touching on it a little bit before but you know for those uh, you know there's some people that are that are listening that you know you you have maybe you've had your own past life regression done or you've you know resonated with Dolores Cannon or um, Brian Weiss or um, the uh, Destiny of Souls uh, author Journey of Souls or whatever if you know maybe you've already been down this rabbit hole but there might be a lot of people that you know the idea of past lives is like a, a 
a new realm. And right. so, like, through the experience of what you've learned and digested through information of others and what you've experienced and learned through working with, you know, hundreds if not thousands of clients through the years, uh, what is um, some of the dynamics of the past life realm? You know, you touched on it a little bit, like somebody experienced, you know, an animal or different lives on that. But if you could break it down to, you know, you kind of see it in this many different segments or these are the different types of realms that that, that people go into. Okay. So yes, um, I've already explained like the places people can go to. Um, the main thing for me that I always tell like my groups when I do groups is that because sometimes people can have a confusing experience when they are not aware that you know there is no time in the realms that besides our physical realm mm -hmm. so i try to cr craft an image for myself that i can work with so as i see it you know we have a soul and the soul splits uh, off into different segments to experience itself to learn more and to become uh, more uh, more of what it already is mm -hmm. um so um, people can go into parallel lifetimes, so lifetimes that are happening uh, right now, you know, mm -hmm. besides their normal, their, their, the lifetime that they know. Um, so that's how I see it, like... Um, could it be? Could it be all like? So I, I always bounce back and forth between you know th the notion of this, and this is just completely you know uh, kind of off the cusp here, guys, uh, listeners. Um, but you know, I kind of go between okay, there's the past lives, which should indicate something from the past, but then there's the whole notion that the time space continuum is all happening within this moment. So then, is it really your past life, or is it just another life? Thank you. That's what I was trying to explain. <laughs> You just had the right words for it. Um, yeah, it, it all happens right now. And don't ask me how to explain the mechanics of that because my human mind like goes into overload when I yeah, try to like, figure I mean, that out. Because we're, 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 we're given an experience of a linear type of experience, yeah. you know? So there was yesterday and then there's today and then there's yeah. tomorrow and we plan our goals and our things and our drives across the country within this linear fashion and this step-by-step -step approach. So I think it's hard to kind of have that more quantum universal type of mindset. Of course, because we're human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's that's accurate. We call it past lives, but that's the word past lives is, is a little in inaccurate because they're just happening all at once. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and like however you want to imagine that, you know, take a shot at it and let me know if you find a good like, <laughs> model to work with because <laughs> it's a little abstract for me. You know. Yeah. So in this uh, abstractness of uh, dealing with it, you know, um, I think a lot of people hear of, you know, I think the main thing that people go into when they think of past lives is colonial days or the Renaissance or, you know, the ancient civilizations, you know, and then they go, go back into those, those realms. But I heard you mention other, other realms and other types of experiences, whether planetarily or, um, you know, galactically. So what kind of realms have you seen? Um, well, a very interesting realm is the um, in-between life state that we all go through. So when people go, say they're in a past life and then they go to their death experience and then um, I ask them what's going on and um, so people report like looking down at their body and they either float up or somebody's there to help them, to take them to where they're supposed to be going. So it seems to be a pretty congruent experience um, between people, um, what happens after, after we die. Like we don't go into oblivion. It's just like taking off, 
taking off a coat and then um, they usually go to like a very bright space like a light they describe a light and sometimes there's people there guides that are welcoming them and then there's different options um, there can be a life review there can be a resting period there can be uh, more training or uh, you know these different facets um, all happening um, and what okay so let's let's look at those different aspects right. so if somebody chooses an option of like a life review what happens um, the times I've had it described, it was like, you know, I wonder if it really looks like that, but they described it as sitting in a large, like, round table with, like, a holographic device in the center, which was uh, their life, and then the other souls that were um, dealing with the lifetime, they were sitting around, and there was, like, a discussion, like, oh, what you did, what you did right here, and then you would, like, flick through the images, and it would pop out with all the feelings and the thoughts. It's, like, a super you know, super holographic, uh, like snapshot of what, what was going on mm -hmm. to see what lessons were learned. And that is a very detailed, um, past life review. Um, yeah, life review. Sometimes people go to the Akashic records. It's like mm -hmm. a giant library, like ethereal library where all human experiences uh, have been recorded and people have their book of life and you can like flick back and forth between the pages and, um, see what you did or what you're, what you're going to do. Nice. And in, in, in that, since there's kind of a universal experience through the clients that you've seen um, of this, this realm of transition, mm -hmm. um, does that, have you found that to help people deal with loss, grief, um, their own mortality, you know, have, have you seen a, a change in perspective in, in their, in their, let's call it uh, physical 3D realm of existence? Sure. Um, so usually people come to see me, it's like a one, like a one session. Yeah. And not everybody reports back, but that is part of it. Also have people that have um, lost people and they come in with questions to you know, to have an experience of them, to see them, and that is possible. So when they go to that, um, even if they're, say, in a past lifetime and they die and they go to the in-between life state, then you're sort of outside of time, so you can call on anybody. Yeah. So, and often they just show up, but you can also call on them. Um, and then they can have an interaction with them, and that's really, really beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember thinking about this one client who had just lost her brother, and uh, she met him, and it was very um, transforming for her. Yeah, and what other, you know, so that gets into the realm of since you do not only past life regression, but you infuse it with the quantum healing um, dynamic within it. And so there's a lot of uh, transformation and, you know, healing that happens. Yeah. So besides, uh, you know, maybe the emotional healing of having a better understanding of life, death, meaning, um, you know, healing and loss and right. trauma. What other types of healing have you seen go on within these sessions? Sure. So this is um, specific to Dolores Cannon's technique. It's called quantum healing hypnosis technique. Um, because she found out at one point that she was accessing a layer of consciousness um, that could bring about healing. It just started happening. So she devised her technique to access that with uh, focus, with awareness. And um, so... Did we, so you know, a lot of times people think like past life regression is like past life tourism. It'd be nice to know, you know, if you've been in different places or been in these 
different people just to you know to satisfy your curiosity but um all these experiences are being given to you by your higher self or as mm -hmm. we address it the subconscious and uh, so after that's happened then we call forth that subconscious and we ask it questions about the scenes that were just presented to the client and also we ask we ask it questions that people have written down prior to their session mm -hmm. so it can be you know they 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 may want to have guidance with their life like what's going on they might be at a fork in on, on their path like am i going to do this job or that job or relationship issues financial issues you know anything that we deal with um and so besides giving guidance about these things um if there's physical issues or emotional issues or energetic issues you can just go into the body and run energy and clear stuff profoundly mm. um which is really amazing so I've had people clear physical issues like back pain, um, growths on their on their hands. Um, people's lives have become unstuck. Like um, uh, what else? Yeah, because I've I've had like um, the experiences of you know my little dabble into past lives work, which isn't Dolores Canyon's uh, technique, but. Um, and, you know, sometimes people hold an imprint of a different life within their physical body or so. So, like, when you said, like, back pain or hand pain or, you know, a hand growth or whatever, you know, like, do you do you take them back to that space and kind of have a healing or, you know, like, just so people can better understand? Sure. Thank you. Um, so I don't I don't really take them. I don't tell them what to go see. It's their higher self that provides them with the appropriate experiences. And then after they've gone through them, I'll ask her questions about why what's this shown. And it will say, you know, because they're dealing with this particular issue and it it heals it, you know. And then I ask, why well, is everything taken care of? Do we need to do more healing? And, you know, if needed, it will go in and run energy and clear whatever, you know, guilt or shame or, you know, forgiveness needs to be happening. Yeah. Great. Stuff like that. So, so the people's, you know, just so people understand, like that, it's it's the it's the person's mind bringing them back to different experiences, so that they, you know, for whatever reason, they're being brought back to that experience because it's affecting them in the present day, in the present Correct. moment. Yes. You know? Thank you for explaining that. And yes. and uh, in in that space, regardless of how it makes sense on a conscious level, there's an impact, and yes. and you can get in there and see what kind of trans transition and help and support you can make so that no longer has to affect them. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, it's so, such a given for me that I sometimes forget to explain it. Uh, but it's really about having a better lifetime right now. You know, it's not like pointlessly reaching back in the past and just trying to figure out stuff. Yeah. It is all about, it's like a therapeutic technique. So you can live a better lifetime right now, whether it is, you know, knowing, knowing more about who you are, or finding out about your life purpose, or you know, being cleared from this emotional baggage or um, spiritual baggage or you know, imprints, as you mentioned as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's um, yeah, I find it really beautiful because I see people. It's like an upgrade. Yeah, people get like a two point oh. Two point oh yeah. version of yeah. themselves. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, what about like so? you know tell me more about some fascinating realms that you got to experience through your clients um well the first thing that pops up now is not really a realm but whatever comes up yeah i just because i get to speak with like i get to meet not only my clients and their personalities and their you know it's an honor to meet people and find so much about them you know it's like a very intimate place that you're at with them 
but also I get to meet their past life personas and sometimes people go into them so much that they really become this person and you're having a conversation with a totally different person that's which interesting it's really beautiful but also one of the cool aspects is that people go back to lifetimes that might have been that we know you know in, in, in places that we uh, know of as legends like one time this lady went back to a lifetime where she was a little boy and it sounded like she was in England and I take people through important days in their life and at one point we find out that she was King Arthur oh. so at one point she was sitting on a throne and it was it was in this official building maybe a cathedral or something and people were coming to pay their respects and as I'm asking her to describe what was around her she says oh um, to the right is this guy I forgot how she described him but it was Merlin the wizard Wow. So when that happens, whenever there's like a being or somebody present, I can ask them questions. You know, ask my client, can you ask them if it's okay to ask them questions? It's like handing the phone over. Mm -hmm. Can I speak to them? So usually it happens where they translate between that being and me, but gradually they start channeling them. Mm. So I had this conversation with Merlin the Wizard about his life, you know, why he came to the planet, what kind of healing he was bringing in, you know, how it affected human consciousness, um, even described like um, that everybody carries like um, an energy thread of, of his particular vibration and it seems to be on the right side of the head I think like behind the eye somewhere if I remember correctly Wow! and it's you know it was to raise the frequency of the planet so he was one of those people that came in to help and he guided King Arthur um, to bring about a more compassionate way of ruling mm-hmm. in England. so that was really fascinating um, what other realms do people go to? I mean, like off the planet, you know, like this one lady went to Pleiadian, like a Pleiadian place and described it, um, you know, like purplish and, and uh, I forgot what the body looked like. Oh, and then... Oh, no, you're fine. Oh. And then one fascinating thing was when I had two clients that went to the fairy realm. As a kid, I was fascinated by fairies. I always wanted to see them, but never did. Um, whenever I would go into the forest, I would look for like, you know, their little fairy wings or little chairs and tables and little crevices in the trees, but never saw them. So I had these two separate clients that described the fairy realm in a similar manner, the same colors, the same experience of it. And what was that? Um, so they, it seemed like the mountains were purplish and there was like pink hues and um, people kind of look like we do, but they were... Um, more attuned to nature and they were describing the water and nature as being more alive Mm. Um, and then there was much more work with energy Um, and they could travel between different realms uh, like they use portals and they were concerned about uh, nuclear testing because if you were traveling between worlds and a bomb would go off it would um, ripple into into their worlds and sort of cause cause like transportation difficulties Mm. I remember that um, yeah, it was a very personal story about this one fairy being that had, um, you know, about her relationships and stuff and what she was doing on the planet. Um, but yeah, it was, it was similar in the way they described it. Wow. So that gave it more validity to me. 
Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, when you hear something from two separate people that don't know each other and they're describing the same similar thing, you exactly. know, it, it becomes a little bit more real. Exactly. What Maybe, about the future? What about the few people going to future lifetimes as well? Uh huh. Yes. And any any information or insight on uh, some of these realms and, and within the the planetary existence of Earth that comes up? Because I mean, you touched on the nuclear testing, and I think that there's um, you know, right now um with everything that is happening right now and you know the the new uh, president uh, coming in having now control of 1900 uh, nukes at his disposal um, you know there's a lot of curiosity and concern um, about maybe where the direction is going and maybe maybe you've went there in some of these experiences sure. <laughs> um so the main thing that comes up over and over again is that um, the planet as a whole and human consciousness is raising its vibration. It is ascending where before, you know, we might have had like Jesus or Buddha, like the one off ascended master, you know, male and female. And unfortunately, we don't hear about the female ones. Um, but now, like a lot of us are going to go and it's already happening again, the mechanics of it. I don't know, you know, how that works, but I've, you know, I've asked like the subconscious when I was with the client who was mentioning it, um, like, how does this work? Like, do you just open your eyes? Do you blink? Do you wake up one day and you're there? Like, it describes a, like a new earth is there and mm -hmm. we're, sh we're slowly shifting into it. So we're raising our vibration and, um, and then it's there. Okay. And it's... And what's there? Can you describe that a little bit? It's like... a, it's, it's a, it's a... An existence with a higher vibration, so um, where we are motivated by love instead of fear. Mm -hmm. um, there's more unity and connection and um, no judgment. So where the ego has been brought back to the proportions where it, it can be used as a tool instead of it, uh, you know, what we identify with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Beautiful. that's what it seems to be. Um, and it seems to be a gradual process. And I, as I understand it, it happens in everybody's sort of holographic reality separately so you have your own process with that and we we reach those different vibrations within ourselves yeah again don't ask me about the mechanics but that's what i've heard it's okay. like shedding skin has you know? anybody actually d described what uh the future within their their experience has looked like to you when they're in that realm um, since you, you got descriptions of like the fairy realm with the purple yes, and the I'm pink hues and Um, I don't. I, nothing comes comes into mind. It was more like when I speak about these things, it's with the subconscious, with the higher self. I haven't okay. had. I don't remember any physical descriptions of those realms that pops up right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But just the validation of the uh, the the movement towards that higher vibrational energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. And also to what is important, what's being said over and over is to not judge the experiences that are going to go on right now. Yeah. Like, especially when things are breaking down, um, that there's purpose behind it. Yeah, yeah. break down to rebuild, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like the tower card in tarot, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, bad or negative destruction. It just means transformation. Transformation. Yeah. You know, if you see an old house, that's kind of... Tore, tore up a little bit maybe it's easier to knock it down and rebuild it than try to rewire all of the broken down walls and give it a new roof and door and windows you know yeah and and you know that 
that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, sure, you know, I mean, this information is good to know as terms of like a, a context within what's happening, but I go into the emotional response. I, you know, I can't go like, happy, happy, happy. Well, you know, shit's yeah. breaking down around me. Yeah, yeah no, of course not. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, 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 it's nice to have the, the dynamic and the inner knowing that, you know, no matter what, even it within it's a uh, the, the negative emotions that might be a current space of feeling yeah. that ultimately those will pass and things will transcend. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Another, um, I just wanted to mention it. Um, like for me, I, I'm from a very like rational culture, very cerebral. So we don't believe in a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. unless we can touch it and see it. Um, so I was lucky that I've had clients that had verifiable past lives. Um, one went to a lifetime where she worked for U.S. government in a secret base and she was like doing classified missions into space. This was in the sixties. Wow. And um, so we got, we got the person's name and um, the, she saw the planes that she was flying in. So she goes home after the session, you know, Googles the information and this Wikipedia page comes up and it like matched what she described. And then, all, you know, she of course had experienced it from the inside out. So there was a whole bunch of stuff that was not, not the there. Yeah. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. See those confirmations. I mean, not that not that we need confirmations, but the ego mind still needs the confirmations. You know, exactly. You know, like, yes. It's just so that we can have a level of trust and reassurance that you know these things that are hard to grasp within our within our conscious current realm of existence. That okay, well, how much more validation? You know, exactly. this person didn't know this before. Yeah describes a certain name certain information and lo and behold it pops up on you know when she googles it you know especially people who are new to this you know it's more accessible for them to have that sort of evidence i had another client who um had a toddler that started talking to her about um that he used to be a tall german baseball player and so she had no context for past lives she was raised in church and she didn't know what he was talking about she thought he was using his words wrong like he wanted to be a tall baseball player. Mm-hmm. So she took him to like baseball classes or groups or whatever you take your kids to. I don't know what that is. Um, and he has a knack for it. And he kept talking to her about it. And one time she brought him to the Dodger Stadium and it was a giant poster of Babe Ruth, another legendary baseball player on the wall. The kid lost it. Like he had like a temper tantrum, like take me away from here, crying, crying. She couldn't leave him in the same space. Um, and so she found out that this kid... Um, used to be Lou Gehrig, the baseball player. Um, you know, that's what he kept telling her. So she took him to her pastor. The pastor said, let him do an exorcism because he's possessed. And she was like, mm, let me not do that just yet. Let me get a second opinion. So she reached out and found me. We did this session and um, several. And she found out that she was Lou Gehrig's mom in that past lifetime. Wow. So they came back together again. She excavated in the session like tons of details um, about their lives together that she was able to uh, fact check with still living uh, friends and relatives. And um, you know, in the process, this was a giant mind opening for her, you know, to depart from her sort of rigid religious upbringing to an expansive view of the universe of past lifetimes brought about by the experience of her kid, which is, you know, she documented everything and she's written a book about it, which is going to be released in March of of next year so fascinating yeah and that, that was such confirmation because she would go back and back and back she's like done three sessions to the same lifetime so i asked her higher self like why 
you know, why does she go back and back and back to the same spot? Like, this is so unusual for me. And it said because she is to excavate or to get to mine the information and to write a book about it, you know, to help people, um, to help people um, make this information more accessible to a lot of people. Wow. Yeah. And to make yeah. a lot of maybe people that are more skeptical uh, opening their awareness. Exactly. You know, yeah. especially, you know, sometimes uh, I like the, the element of when people are very scientific or like engineers and then they, they become healers or something like, you know, it's like almost like not that the healer can't be believable on their own, but a lot of times people like to sink their, their, their teeth into something that, okay, well that person was a skeptic and now they're a believer. So it's more, easy yeah. for them to jump on board yes they have done the matrix and figured it out and then they jumped out of it yeah, yeah. i love that anything else that you would like to share about this um, about, about past life about healing i mean anything you know like if you had to you know kind of sum up and like or share anything else what would it be yeah, for me, like for me, it's opened up the world to a um, like a magical universe. It's teeming with life, and you know, there's so much love present, and um, there's different beings on different levels that are all that are all um, working together to you know to make this make not the planet, but to make living a better place. It's a really beautiful, diverse place. This universe. That's like my, my take on it. I love that. Yeah. And where can people find you if they want to, you know, get a session from you or, you know, do you have a, a website that people can look up and some information that you can share? Sure. Um, so I am based in Eagle Rock in uh, Northeast Los Angeles. I have a studio there where I do these healings. I do meditation groups there as well. And then I do them around town. Um, so my website is source hyphen energy hyphen therapy.com um my instagram is my first name it's jeroen j-e-r-o-e-n is love it's my affirmation jeroen is love um you can find me on facebook source energy therapy or by my proper name jeroen david and every once in a while we have him to do a group uh, sessions here at liberate emporium well, thank you so much for joining us. I think that this is, you know, hopefully a uh, very interesting and eye-opening uh, topic for many people. And we'd love to have you on again and dive in deeper as we, you know, kind of explore these realms. I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, if you guys like this episode and girls, I get in the habit of saying you guys all the time and you change that. Um, please, uh, you know, like us and leave a review on uh, iTunes. It helps people find us. So if you leave a review, I mean, five stars would be great, but I mean, whatever you feel. Um, but it really, you know, if we get rated on there and reviews get up, then it becomes more and more searchable. So we thank you so much for your feedback and join us next time. Thank you.